Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Hot Off the Wire, a daily podcast that looks at the top news, business, sports, and entertainment stories as reported by the Associated Press. I'm Terry Lipschutz, senior producer for Elite Enterprises and your curator of news. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off the Wire through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss daily news updates. And now, the latest headlines. This is AP News. I'm Rita Foley. The U.S. has said it's trying to evacuate hundreds of Americans and their families from Gaza. President Biden's calling for a humanitarian pause in the war between Israel and Hamas. We're going to continue to affirm that Israel has the right to and responsibility to defend its citizens from terror, and it needs to do so in a manner that is consistent with international and humanitarian law that prioritizes protection of citizens. The AP's Ben Thomas with the latest. The president was speaking to a room full of supporters at a re-election fundraiser in Minneapolis Wednesday night when a protester interrupted calling for a ceasefire. Biden responded by saying, I think we need a pause. White House officials later said a break in fighting would allow more aid to get into Gaza and create a possibility for more hostages held by Hamas to be freed. The call for a pause was a subtle departure for Biden and White House aides, who've been steadfast in saying they would not dictate how Israel carries out its military operations against Hamas. I'm Ben Thomas. This morning, Israeli ground troops have been advancing toward Gaza City. Donald Trump Jr. testified Wednesday that he never worked on his father's financial statements, the documents at the heart of the civil fraud trial in New York that threatens former President Trump's real estate empire. Donald Trump Jr. is due back on the stand today. Power has been knocked out to more than a million homes in France as the storm called Kieran slammed into France's Atlantic coast overnight. A truck driver was killed when his vehicle was hit by a tree in northern France. Strong winds and rain also battered southern England and the Channel Islands. Brazil has such a challenge with organized crime that it's sending the military to increase security at some of the country's airports, ports, and international borders. Texas Rangers win their first World Series title with a 5-0 win over Arizona Diamondbacks in Game 5. This is AP News. And now to space. The AP's Ed Donahue. NASA's Lucy spacecraft swooped past the first of 10 asteroids on its long journey to Jupiter. This asteroid was a little one called Dinkinish, only about a half mile across and about 300 million miles from Earth in the main asteroid belt beyond Mars. This was a dry run for the bigger and more alluring asteroids ahead. The main targets for Lucy are the so-called Trojans near Jupiter that are considered to be time capsules from the dawn of the solar system. It's 10 to 100 times bigger bigger than Dinkinish. Lucy is expected to zip past the final two asteroids in 2033. It will take at least a week for the spacecraft to send back its pictures and data from this flyby. Lead scientist Hal Levison says until now, Dinkinish has only been an unresolved smudge in the best telescopes. I'm Ed Donahue. And I'm Rita Foley, AP News. Representative Santos has survived 
an expulsion attempt from the House. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Representative George Santos has easily survived a vote to expel him from the House of Representatives as most Republicans opted to withhold punishment as both its criminal trial and a House Ethics Committee investigation proceed. The effort to kick Santos out of the House was led by his fellow New York Republicans who are anxious to distance themselves from a colleague infamous for fabricating his life story. He's accused of stealing from donors, lying to Congress, and receiving unemployment benefits that he did not deserve. But the vast majority of Republicans and more than 30 Democrats voted against expelling Santos. The House has expelled only five members in its history, three during the Civil War and two after their convictions on public corruption charges. I'm Lisa Dwyer. AP Sports, I'm David Schuster. Two major stories Wednesday, and we start with the conclusion of the Major League Baseball season with Texas winning all 11 of its road postseason games, concluding with a championship. Our Dave Ferry has more. The Rangers are World Series champions for the first time in their 63-season history following a 5-0 shutout of the Diamondbacks in Game 5. Texas didn't get its first hit until Corey Seager led off the seventh with a single and moved to third on Evan Carter's double, both off Zach Gallen. Mitch Garver broke the scoreless tie with an RBI single one batter later. The Rangers tacked on four in the ninth as Jonah Heim hit a run-scoring single and scored on Marcus Semien's two-run homer. Winning pitcher Nathan Evaldi worked around four hits and five walks over six innings. Corey Seager was named the series MVP. The other big story Wednesday was the passing of a legend with Gethin Kulba filling us in. The turbulent and brilliant basketball coach Bob Knight has died. His temper was legendary. In 1985, he tossed a chair across the court. But he took pride in his players' high graduation rates and never was accused of a major NCAA violation. I don't expect you people to have agreed with, uh, have agreed with what I've done. And if I did, I would have asked your opinion. Knight led the Hoosiers to three NCAA championships. He was among college basketball's winningest coaches with 902 victories in 42 seasons at Army, Indiana, and Texas Tech. Knight was 83 years old. Turning to pro basketball, Jason Tatum totaled 30 points as Boston routed Indiana 155-104. Donovan Mitchell also with 30. Cleveland 95-89 over New York. Minnesota handed Denver its first loss, 110-89, with the other winners, Portland, Toronto, Atlanta, Brooklyn, New Orleans, Houston, Dallas, Utah, Golden State, and the Lakers. Rookie quarterbacks in pro football news, as Will Levis will start for Tennessee Thursday night against Pittsburgh, and Aiden O'Connell will start for the Raiders Sunday against the New York Giants. I'm David Schuster, AP Sports. The death of American hockey player Adam Johnson from a skate blade to the neck has led officials in the NHL and other leagues to continue discussion about cut-resistant protection. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman and Players Association Executive Director Marty Walsh have already touched base. More talks are planned between the league and union on the topic of skate blade safety. The American Hockey League and ECHL last summer mandated cut-resistant wrist and foot and ankle protection. At least one minor league team is mandating neck guards immediately in response to Johnson's death. I'm Gethin Coolbaugh. AP News. I'm Ed Donahue. The Federal Reserve has decided to leave a key interest rate unchanged for the second time in a row. The Fed and Chair Jerome Powell have indicated more rate hikes may come if inflation pressures should accelerate in the months ahead. Matthew Miller at the State Department says some Americans are getting out of Gaza. An initial group of foreign nationals, including U.S. citizens, departed Gaza through Rafah today. And we expect exits of U.S. citizens and foreign nationals to continue 
over the next several days. People with foreign passports entered the Rafah crossing from Gaza to Egypt today. Donald Trump Jr. testifies in the New York civil fraud trial that threatens the Trump family empire. Here's the AP's Julie Walker. Donald Trump Jr.'s Wednesday testimony kicks off a blockbuster string of Trump family members appearing on the witness stand. Eric Trump is expected to follow Thursday, and on Monday, former President Donald Trump, who is running for office again. Then two days later, Ivanka Trump is scheduled to testify. The state is expected to rest their case after that. Then Trump's lawyers can call their own witnesses. The New York State Attorney General's lawsuit alleges Donald Trump, his eldest sons, and other company executives inflated his wealth on financial statements to secure loans and make deals. Julie Walker, New York. The mayors of Chicago, Denver, Houston, Los Angeles, and New York are pressing to meet with President Biden about the migrants arriving in their city. The Democratic leaders want to discuss getting federal help in managing the surge of migrants they say are arriving with little or no coordination, support, or resources from the Biden administration. Prosecutors have dropped charges against a Louisiana state trooper who's accused of withholding graphic body camera footage that shows another officer dragging black driver Ronald Green by his ankle shackles during his deadly 2019 arrest. This is AP News. Jordan is making a statement against Israel. Here's the AP's Charles de la Desma. Key U.S. ally Amman says it has recalled its ambassador from Israel. Jordanian authorities have too told Israel's ambassador to remain out of the country in protest over the, what it calls the humanitarian catastrophe in Gaza. Deputy Prime Minister Ayman el-Safadi, who is also the foreign minister, says the return of the ambassadors is linked to Israel stopping its war on Gaza and the humanitarian catastrophe it's causing. Jordan signed a peace deal with Egypt in 1994, the second Arab country after Egypt to do so. The murder trial of a woman accused of gunning down rising pro-cyclist Anna Maria Wilson and fleeing the country began today, with Texas prosecutors telling jurors they would hear Wilson's final screams and the shots that killed her. Caitlin Armstrong faces up to 99 years in prison. I'm Ed Donahue, AP News. Donald Trump is fighting to stay on the 2024 ballot in two states where lawsuits argue under the Constitution his January 6 conduct bars him from running for re-election. At issue in a Colorado court, a Civil War-era clause in the 14th Amendment prohibiting anyone engaging in insurrection against the Constitution from holding higher office. The plaintiffs include Republicans. The evidence includes Donald Trump's own words on January 6 before the crowd stormed the Capitol. If you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. A national security law expert testified once the attack on the Capitol began, Trump had options he did not use. Meanwhile, in Michigan, Trump's attorneys are asking a court to prevent the secretary of state there from leaving his name off the primary ballot for the same reasons. They say the cases are anti-democratic and amount to election interference by taking the choice away from voters. Another day, another Supreme Court case with a mention of former President Donald Trump, who is running for office again. The justices are weighing arguments over Steve Elster's attempt to trademark the phrase Trump too small. 
The Justice Department is urging the court to deny a trademark for the suggestive phrase, saying it could still be used, just not trademarked because the former president had not consented to its use. Trump Too Small comes from a war of words he had with rival Marco Rubio back in 2016, when they were both running for the Republican presidential nomination. Trump called him Little Marco. Rubio responded, saying Trump had little hands and you know what they say. From there, it became a suggestive war of words, bringing us all the way to the Supreme Court, which has considered a raft of Trump-related cases in recent years. I'm Julie Walker. The White House is privately developing a national strategy to fight Islamophobia amid skepticism from the Muslim American community over the Biden administration's staunch support for Israel in the Hamas war. People briefed on the matter say the announcement was expected when the president met with Muslim leaders last week, but was then delayed, in part due to concerns the administration lacked credibility on the issue. Some in the Muslim American community have ripped the president and National Security Council spokesman John Kirby for saying they have no confidence in the Palestinian death count from Israel's strikes in Gaza because it comes from the Hamas-run health ministry. Still, we are convinced that there have been many thousands of civilian deaths. Anti-Jewish and anti-Muslim hate incidents have spiked in the U.S. since the Hamas attack on Israel last month. Sagar Magani, Washington. An 80-foot-tall, 12-ton Norway spruce makes the cut as this year's Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. It's always stiff competition for the honor with Rockefeller Center's head gardeners searching far and wide for the perfect Christmas tree. This year's is coming from Vestal, New York in the Binghamton area. It will be cut down on November 9th, then trucked 190 miles to the city with a police escort, arriving November 11th. After it's wrapped in more than 50,000 lights and crowned with a star, the tree will be lighted during a live television broadcast on November 29th. Julie Walker, New York. I'm Terry Lipschitz, thanking you for listening. Audio provided by the Associated Press. Music is by Skillcell and provided through Pixabay. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off The Wire on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.